want to learn about random stuff. Thanks, tiny computer. Thanks, tiny computer. Thanks, tiny computer. Thanks, tiny computer. Thanks, tiny. Hello. Hi. This is Taryn. <laughs> this is Sheridan. <laughs> and, and this, this is, is Thanks, thanks tiny, tiny Computer. That was interesting. It, you know, we got to spice it up every now and then. We're doing it. We're making it work. And this is how it goes. How do you, you want to know things that happened this week? No. Good. Let's get right into this. <laughs> Today, I did a new workout class. Oh. At Plank. It's the new cool place to work out in Tulsa. I bet it is. It's like. You don't tell people that on this. They're going to come and kill you at Plank. You can't tell people where you're going to be at in town. Because they'll find me. They're going <laughs> to. They'll find me. <laughs> they don't know what well, they do. I was like, they don't know what you look like. It's just your voice. They definitely know what you look like. Have I ever told you about the commercial I wanted to make <laughs> for our podcast? No, a lot. I've I have lots of dreams of making movies and commercials and stuff. I never knew this about you. Really? Thank God we have this podcast. I'm pretty sure you did know this about me. You just forgot. I forget nothing. That's unlike Sheridan. Still trap this brain of mine. So I wanted to do. I wanted to do a stop motion animation uh-huh. with real humans. Okay. And so it's like a human driving. Okay. They throw their trash out the window. And then the trash is the stop motion animation. Yeah. And they run and jump on the car. And then they end up killing the guy for polluting. Uh-huh. And wow. at the end, it says, if, it says something <laughs> to the effect of, if you pollute... They'll fine you, but if I oh yeah, okay, that escalated quickly. Well, it's a commercial. I only have thirty seconds. (laughs) Murder. (laughs) That's how we get our point across. Um, But I do remember we were going to make a stop motion feature film for like a Tulsa film festival. Remember this? Yes, because I have dreams of making movies, and it was going to be stop motion, but it was about a leaf or something. I remember this. Yeah. I've forgotten, but it's all coming back. It's all coming. All right. Man, what was I just watching? They're like, yeah, Dad, I know that you had a backup singer named Celine Dion <laughs> or, D- or something, <laughs> and you convinced her to change her last name, and the rest is history. And I was like, <laughs> like Celine Dion would have been his backup singer. Beatrice. Anyways. That's enough. If you want to be on the podcast, you got to act better than that. She's been real licky today. Well, it's the time of the year for everything to change. Well, we got to tell everybody what just happened. I released the beasts. Now it's time to podcast. They can think more clearly now. Much more clearly. Is that how you say that sentence? I don't know. But back to playing. Yes. Uh, It's a Pilates class. Okay. But it's like more cardio okay so it's fast pilates it's still slow pilates but it's more intense Mm, sounds all your movements are slow well did you have a good time i did it was awesome i really liked it i love pilates um i can't afford to tack on much more to my monthly bills right now because i don't work but (laughs) we're really hoping this podcasting (laughs) will take off come on guys oh that's your foot so sorry (laughs) I was like tapping on you and well maybe not you didn't notice you were tapping my foot mm-hmm. how my foot's all the way over here also i know you guys can't see this but taryn cute i asked mom for your nail polish color she lied to you 
I mean, I picked this one. I was like, this probably looks like it. But they're in the same family, just they, like you and me. They're sister colors. They're sisters, not twins, guys. <laughs> I'll take a picture for social media. That'd be cute. Wait, I need to put some lotion on these beasts. <laughs> <laughs> not waiting. Thank God I shaved my legs. Relax your toe. This is so relaxed. No. Okay, put it down further then. Guys, you don't have to listen to this. You don't have to put up with this from us. But this is going on social media at this moment. Right this second? Real live time Instagram posting. <gasps> well, Do I put it on my story? They don't know this is real live time posting. Don't post it till tomorrow when this is going live. Oh. Right? Because then that's not real live time. They can't hear this at the moment. That's true. Thank God. Anyways, well. <sighs> Sorry, that just, we just went on a. Little rabbit hole. That's a, several I rabbit holes. I think we holes. talk about rabbit holes so much that if we didn't do that, then what would our listeners really think of us? They'd be like, "Those ishes don't know." They'd be like, you "Ish guys, about." They'd be like, <laughs> the "Rabbit holes." You guys have changed. <laughs> we miss your rabbit holes, and we'd be like, "They're coming back." I promise. Well, I have only been doing everything for work to get ready for next week. Me too. Because I don't want to have to do anything. Next I'm week. still gonna have to, but I, I'm able to finish everything for nutrition next week, this week, mm-hmm. and everything but one thing for physiology. Well, that's good. I do still have to get on to do work in the mornings, but it will be early, probably before anybody wakes up. Um, and I only have to do that for 30 minutes, and then I'm done. Don't forget about the time change. I know. I already planned for it. It'll be perfect. Also, yeah, I have Tuesday night class, then I have a Thursday night thing, but I don't have to go to my class, so that's good. Um, But I do have one test after Tuesday, so. You want to cheat on it? I don't cheat. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I just was thinking we could knock that bad boy out pretty quick, is all. That's all I meant. I know you're not a cheater. Are you ready for the trip? No, I did finally start packing Miller today. I made a list. I I have <laughs> look, my list is right here. Uh, one of the things on it says to go buy tennis shoes because I really need new tennis shoes. I've had that on my list for three weeks now, and I've not gone to buy new tennis shoes. Where are you gonna get tennis shoes? I don't at know. This time of night. I'm not gonna go tonight. I'll have to go tomorrow night. Miller has a birthday party tomorrow night. And I'm going shopping. Do they want two famous podcasters to go to their party? (laughs) It's you know who. So, yeah, she probably would want us to come for sure. Aw, I love her. I know. They're having a really cute um, inside camping theme. How sweet. And her daddy built them all little tents. OMG. They're so extra. So their mom's always like, who's one of my best friends. She was like, okay, she is just going. She always wants all this extra stuff. She's so extra. And then she sends me a picture of what she was like. We're making all these chalkboard name things to go in their tents for each kid. That is so and she's cute. Like, and I wonder where she gets it from. Her <laughs> parents are the most extra people. Also, though, I feel like with COVID, it's like everyone wants to go extra for everything. Because That's true. it's like, oh, something to look forward to and something to do. When I think it's her first, like, sleepover birth, you know, sleepover type of thing. And they're only having a few kids. So it's got to be big, you know, as best they can. She's the cutest. She is the cutest. She's going to have a great time. We picked out a Miller picked out the most random birthday present for her. But 
I cleared it with mom first. I was like, does she want this type of thing? What is it? It's like <laughs> Trolls characters from the movie Trolls. Yeah. But I didn't even know she liked that. She does? Her mom said she'll love it. Okay. I mean, I would I'll think report Mil- back. I think Miller would know best. I mean, maybe. But also we had to pick out a birthday present for her best friend forever. And she was like, I have no idea what she wants. Uh, Get, the, kids the, just don't know what the, each other the like. The closer you are to someone, the harder it can be. That's really true, actually. Good point. She knew that she had some of the things that go with these action figure things. So anyways, that's enough of that. Have you packed? That's the real question here. I have not. Devin was supposed to get down my suitcase for me. And I made a list. Oh, tomorrow yeah. I'm doing laundry. I did laundry today. I have to do two tests tomorrow. Um, Saturday, I'm getting my hair did. Now are you getting your hair did? I'm getting cornrows. <laughs> Just kidding. What if I was, though? I'd be really mad because I canceled my appointment to get two French braid braids done. No, we just have to touch up my hair a little bit. Oh. With more <laughs> things in it? No. Oh, just blonder. Gotcha. Just a touch up. Touch up. Gotcha. I understand. Um, That's it. That's I, that's the story. I feel like we're both a I little got, stressed I, I out got right my now. Oil changed. <laughs> I made some egg salad. I'm preparing for this trip. Uh, I I got the oil changed. I got to clean out the back seat. I got to clean out the trunk. You want me to pick up your car on Saturday and go vacuum it for you? You could just do it here. You have a vacuum. We have a shop vac. I'll just take it to my guy. Okay. <laughs> You guys think I have a guy that does this for me? I don't. I take it to the, the... front is all done. Because for some reason, the dealership only does the front seats. Wait, When they what? get your oil changed. So my car's washed and the front seats are cleaned, but the back seats are not. Okay. Well, that's fine. And I then really... I, I just got to get all the crap out of the... Very back. Very back. Okay. Well, that sounds good. I feel like... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, today I signed the contract on the kitchen remodel. Oh my gosh. Gave him a hefty check. Oh, I uh, love a hefty check. Yeah. Picked out my cabinets. We like, I feel like we made a lot of progress. I don't feel like I'm as high maintenance as some people are though. Just kidding. I mean, that's great. So you're going to go with a white cabinet still? Yeah. The off white, but for the Island, I might do that green. (gasps) I love it. I think that's a great idea. Not the gray green. The green green. The darker green. That's mm-hmm. fine. I think it's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. That's so, exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. We start demo November 9th. Oh, yeah. The 9th of November? Uh-huh. How long will it take? Seven years? So we discussed that. I said, I'd love for it to be done before Christmas. Yeah. So he said that could that seems totally attainable. Okay. It better be. I know. Well, we'll send out positive vibes into the world, into the universe, uh-huh. and hope for it to be done by Christmas. Thank you. You're welcome. Hold on. Just give me a minute. You're going to be hosting Thanksgiving this year. I fall asleep. Um, <laughs> No, I'm not hosting Thanksgiving. Yep. No. So just like how we've been talking about that uh, married at first sti- Married Stite? at first sight. That girl was like, I got to just 
I just got to be okay with people coming into my space. Like, now that I got my house pretty much clean and how I want it, I'm like, nobody come in here and mess things up. Which is, like, the whole reason you did it all was so you could have people over. No, it's for my mental clarity. I want you to host something. Mm, Hmm. Valentine's Day party? (laughs) How about, you know, Labor Day party? (laughs) Hanukkah? Okay. So you want to host Christmas? Oh, no. Hanukkah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Do you have anything else you want to tell me about? I'm not hosting, so I'm changing the subject. No. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Ooh. Um, So. Just all the design aspects. I want it to be, like, exactly what I want it to be. It will be. You said Sorry, you're not <laughs> right the microphone. You're not uh whatever the word the phrasing you used, but uh high high maintenance, mm-hmm. is that the phrasing you used? Yeah, because like with the cabinets, well you saw them at IKEA, there's like twenty different features you can add to each one. Yeah. I mm-hmm. know exactly what I want. So So put it on there, make Taryn happy and everything's good. That seems easy enough. Gulp. Um well as you know, I had read your tarot cards for you uh-huh oh did leslie ever text you? yeah so i was driving yesterday and she texted me i was like yeah i'll just come by tonight is that okay and she was like yeah well some other things happened and so i couldn't go over last night but i'm gonna go over tomorrow night after i drop miller off at her birthday party Ooh. um so anyways uh you should charge her 500 dollars. i was like oh let's just start charging i was like FYI, I'm sure Taryn told you this, but like, I don't actually know what I'm doing. This is just totally for fun. So if you want something more divine to happen, she you knows. go elsewhere. But you might have the touch. I My intuition is strong. I think so. Because when I was doing yours, I just was reading the ones I thought pertained to what you were at, like wanting to know about like what your current situation was there's a lot about like financial issues Mm -hmm. but i was like i don't really think that that applies there are situations that it would apply to but i'm just saying like yeah it's not like issues it's just yeah so i was like well i'm not gonna send her that stuff i don't think that pertains and so i just sent you the right ones the good ones i think you did good thanks wait you only sent me the positive stuff no no it was all good (laughs) stuff they're all always good stuff unless your situation is just so bad you can't see the positive in anything but I mean, that depends on you, I guess. But anyways, I have just. I loved my reading. And you hand typed everything that you sent me? No. How'd you get it in the message so fast and so orderly? I copied it. Oh. I mean, I still had to go to each card and then read through it. And then I picked the pieces that I thought pertain and then I copy and pasted it. Oh, I no. was like, how did she do that so amazingly? I was like, I'm so I am really smart. <laughs> I'm just saying this all off the top of my own head. I know what the six of cups means. <laughs> I figured you were reading it off of something and typing it to me. No, I'm not going to do that. That would be too much work. Dang it. That was perfect. And I messed it up. There. <laughs> Thank you, Sandal. Well, anyways, are you ready to get started? I guess so. I don't know. How long have we been talking? Four hours and 72 minutes. Only 15 minutes. <laughs> you got to think of something else to tell me. 
Well, we went to Ikea. I love Ikea so much. I'm so glad Evan went with us. I am too. Oh, I thought of something else. Oh, okay. Uh, I asked Brian to be on the podcast. Oh, good. And he said yes. Okay. And then... Does he know we're not paying him anything? (laughs) I would assume so. And then uh, Leslie and I were discussing. She's like, it's always so funny when I hear my name on your podcast. She's like, maybe I should be your spokesperson. (laughs) And I was like, and we have your little head shape. What does that mean? I don't know. We just talk about her so She's much. She's like our person on our... She's like... like uh, On our logo. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like just the cut out of her. I was like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> She's smiling and then making a sassy face. Smiling. Sassy face. That's your, that's your sassy no, face? No, I was trying to talk at the same time. I don't know how to make a sassy face. <laughs> that looked pretty sassy. <laughs> I think I looked like I was a cartoon character. My nose. My allergies are so bad. Let's talk about that. Um, oh, I told you my two exciting things too quickly. Brian on the podcast and Leslie as our spokesperson. Uh-huh. And got, Ikea. And I got excited. <laughs> we just, so fast, so Oh, fast. I saw Lindsay today. Uh, she and you're t- like, I didn't ask you, but you're famous now. I know. Well, we were texting like all day. She was telling me like... She loves our podcast. Thank you, Lens. She's like, I don't want to bother you. I'm like, you're not bothering me. It's complete flattery when someone's telling you how funny you are. Yeah, I still love it every time. And honestly, I think only people that know us think we're funny. That's okay. They just have to keep telling other people how funny we are. That's true. And it then was, it will be a societal pressure, and then everyone will think we're hilarious. Exactly. Or they'll say the joke, and their friend will laugh, and they'll be like, it's from this podcast. You have to listen. I know. We need some more slogans. <sighs> or, oops, sorry. Oh, God. My what's, haunted chair. What's happening? Are we still? We're still recording. Everybody, something's happening to my sound. <laughs> Oh, God. Hold on, Mariah Carey's uh, in the room. <laughs> guys, how am I supposed to sing if one side of my headphones are out? We could tell oh, that story. Oh, oh, me a foolin'. Oh, that's a better story. That Hanson VHS tape. Me and Carly watched that. I'm sure you watched it a million times, too, but I'm just specifically I know exactly citing. what you're talking about. And Taylor is sitting on this little thing. They're, like, they're, in the entry of some theater. Yeah, and you can see all the girls in the background screaming, and he's like, oh. And Carly and I watched that part like 1,000 million times. That's not a number. A million thousand. 1,000 million? (laughs) We watched it. Negative. No. We just, we rewound it and watched it back. Rewound it, watched it back. Rewound. I mean. Speaking of VHSs, I... uh, (laughs) Listen, guys. Enough of that story. Now she more about- gets mad at me when I don't tell her to shut up, but there's no way to transition without insulting her. It's fine. <laughs> I was talking, but whatever. <laughs> so we have a bunch of VHSs from our dad. And-, and then so I was watching this other. <laughs> Just kidding. Keep going. And so I found a service that will put them on to digital stuff. And um, it's like going to be over $200. A tape. <laughs> No, for like 20 tapes. That's not that bad. Well, the whole family has to chip in. Whatever. (laughs) Mama ain't working right now. Mama. Mama's still buying wine, though. (laughs) Cheap ass boxed wine. (laughs) If you can afford that box wine, you can pay $200 for these get turned into DVDs. 
I'm kidding. Of course I'll help Chip. And that's all I want in this whole world is to watch what's on those VHS tapes. God, there's one that's broken. Mm. And I swear, surely they can fix it. They could do the first half and then do the second half digitally. Like, Oh, that's a good point. Actually. I don't care if it's like... A blip in the middle? Yeah. What if that very middle part is like... The Me when I'm so cute kissing you on your face or something. I think it, actually you weren't born yet. I was two. Oh, my God. I know. So I'm just being alone and adorable. <laughs> alone and adorable. <laughs> just an empty room. The camera recorder set up. <laughs> There's no parents. What's happening? I can't hear anything. Well, it's something you're doing. Oh. <laughs> I'm just sitting. Ah, there it goes. <laughs> Sorry. Tech issues. It's It just did it again, but it's okay. It's prudent. As long as everybody can It's hear Carly's me. fault, really. Carly, when you listen to this later, just know. I blame you for our, everything. Our our uh, our slogan is Carly and Leslie. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. And they're like, that's Taryn. And that's Sharon. And then people are really confused about what we look like. Because Carly does kind of look like me. And Leslie looks like you. <gasps> you think? Yes. That picture you posted of you all at Plank. We look You alike. all look oh, like, I, like sisters. I was like, who is this twin? Aw, she's so pretty compared to me. Yeah, it's true. Just kidding. Fuck you. I love you. What? Beep. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Beep. Beep, 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 beep. That's like my voicemail. People are like, I tried to leave you a voicemail, but I I couldn't tell if it was recording or well, not. Well, and your voicemail goes beep. Beep. Like, <laughs> it's you saying beep. Here. Oh, sure. no, it's a. Call, you, can I see your phone? It seems to be your phone hold, held up. You're calling me. I know, so but you still have to. No, I don't do anything. You just call me. <laughs> don't answer is what I'm telling you to do. Hello? Oh, oopsie. <laughs> I know how this works. I don't answer the phone all the time. Oh, you were like, are the expert of not answering the phone. I forgot. I forgot. But put it on speakerphone. Okay. Oh, I know how this works. I call people. Guys, I, be excited. This is my voicemail. Decline. <laughs> Sorry, that mailbox is. <gasps> There's a guy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you guys are literally hearing this verse. She has a full mailbox. Oh my god! Praise Jesus. <laughs> so that's not what we were expecting to happen. What I wanted to happen was for you to hear her go, beep, beep. <laughs> it's like two beeps. It's okay. And then you can start recording after the second, but I think people probably heard that first beep and they were like, hey, Taryn. Beep. You're like, uh, hey, hey, Taryn. They're just, it brings me great joy. Oh, you are a mean person. Don't leave me a voicemail. And now you can't. <laughs> Taryn, what? you need to stop cackling about Sorry. your joy in this. I have so much joy. This has been the highlight of my day. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> that had nothing to do with me. Oh my god. Well, you have any anything else you want to shout at us? Sorry, I'm just so happy right now. I, I think another big thing we really need to talk about are these blue light blocking glasses oh, everybody's yeah, been getting. I forgot. So uh it was weird because Leslie just got some, then you and Miller showed up with yours, and then I had an eye exam Tuesday something like that why is everybody getting their eyes checked all the time and i was asking her i was like do i really need blue light blocking glasses and she was like 
It's it's better for you to just go ahead and get them. She said they make all their glasses now with that in it. Oh, baller. Yeah, but I don't wear glasses. True. Context. But now I do. Uh, yeah. These are cute. On a Zoom with work, just my coworkers, I got a text from my coworkers, and she's like, you look so cute today. And I was like, first of all, haven't washed this hair. I'm wearing a headband, so you can't tell. My hair was in a bun, and I had my bi- big, huge blue light blocking glasses on. Did you get them on Amazon? Yeah. How'd you find big ones? What do you mean? They're all child size ones? <laughs> well, I have to make sure because I have a massive head. So oh. I have to like check the reviews. Like, do you have a big head? <laughs> and people are like, these fit my fat head great. And you're like, I'll buy them. Yep. That's exactly uh, what I got. I these. didn't check any of that. I just bought a two pack so mm-hmm. I could have one and Miller could have one. Oh. And I got them delivered. I truly just want to wear them in front of the computer. So I didn't really care what they looked like or anything, but... I can go through my Amazon history and let you know. I just want to try them on. Sure. That's a good idea. Because I think you have a smaller brain than me. I'm sorry. Did you just mean skull? <laughs> skull. My brain's very massive. It's bulging out. It's bulging out. <laughs> my, my skull is so small. It comes out through my eyes, which it does feel that way on a pretty regular basis when I have a migraine from staring at my computer all the time. I'm like, no, not. I can feel it coming. I'm like, no, no. Ibuprofen. And then you go and cry. And then I go cry and make it worse. And then just repeat the cycle (laughs) over and over again until I die. God. I'm sorry. Is that too much? Do you want me to start? It's episode 14. So it's an even number. I know. You actually went twice in a row first. That's fine. Do you want to go? Do you want me to go go third time? (laughs) No. Shut up. <laughs> I don't want you to shout at me like that, but I mean, whatever makes you Lindsay happy. It was like, sometimes I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but it's so funny. Who says that? <laughs> Lindsay. I was uh, like, thanks. I I wish you knew what we were talking about, friend. She does part of the time. Okay. And then she texts me. She said, every other week? I said, no, we just missed a few in there because of life. So <laughs> sorry, Lindsay, we're we're getting back on track. Yeah. And I also I want to mention to Lindsay right now while she's listening in her car. Um, <laughs> she usually listens at work. OK, wherever you're at. Hey, Lindsay, I hope you're having a great day at work. Hey, Lindsay, I hope you're having a great day at work. Is that what I sounded like? <laughs> yeah. It's that funny video. Did I not tell you about this? Oh, God. Uh, it's this video of a girl, and she's like... Yes, you told me about well, it. Well, I've explained to everybody else now. You need to get yourself fixed. <laughs> it's a TikTok video of a girl, and she wrote on the little caption, it's like, why I don't leave my boyfriend voicemails. And she's like, hey, honey, I just wanted to say hi to you, and I hope you're having a great day at work. And then it's like, beep. If you would like to review your message, press one. So she clicks it. Hey, honey, I'm just having a great day at work, and I'm so much better. And I'm like, and she's like, ugh, like looks at it all grossed out. Anyways, That's exactly how you acted after the first episode we ever recorded. Oh, my God. That is exactly how I acted. <laughs> um, so what I wanted to say to Lindsay is i hope you have a great day at work <laughs> i love you bye <laughs> is if you ever hang out with taryn and i in real life again this is just how we really do talk to each other she knows i'm so i'm saying because she listens to the podcast but what i'm saying is 
Nobody ever knows what we're talking about because this is how oh. we always talk. Oh, I never got to finish my story. So I was oh, telling my. her that it was funny because on our way to Dallas to go to Ikea with our mom and our brother, Evan, uh, we were trying to listen to last Friday's episode on the drive, but it, you can't listen to anything with Sharon at all. <laughs> I really didn't think it was my fault. I thought it was mom and Evan's fault. They were talking to. They could have cared less. And then at... I paused it and Sherrod and I started talking again and Evan was like, oh, this is so trippy. Like, I can't tell if you're recording or real life. Oh, yeah. He just thought we were still listening to the podcast or the podcast was us in real life. Yeah. Sorry. That story failed. I liked it. Also, we asked Evan to be on the podcast. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. So if anyone wants to be our new brother, <laughs> we're taking applications. Our favorite brother, Brian, is agreeing to be on the podcast. Yeah, Evan. If you listen to our podcast, you know that Brian's our favorite brother. I mean, he does want to be on our podcast. I know. He does like to play games with us. Yeah. He's like the ultimate older brother. Truly. <laughs> Seriously. Truly and seriously. And he's needy like a brother. Does he... Um, anyways. Will he fight... Will he fight boyfriends for you? He seems too peaceful. I don't think... I think Brian's not peaceful. Like, if Brian was really my older brother and, like, I was like, this boy's being mean to me. Love you back. And I'm just like, <laughs> he'd be like, I'll beat him up for you, sis. No, but I don't think Brian would put up with BS. That's a good point. I don't know. Maybe he would. If you know Brian, write us and let us know how Brian handles. Also, Brian's so quiet. I can't picture him getting into an alter physical altercation. I can't. It'd be funny. You love violence. I don't love violence. I don't think it sounds funny in, in the least. Well, you don't have a very good sense of com um, physical comedy then. <laughs> <laughs> Watching people get beat up. Isn't great, but it's also sometimes funny. I do not like it at all. You know, when I was like 16 years old, I loved watching guys wreck on their bikes and their skateboards. And then I learned very quickly after I started dating those kinds of guys that I do not like it. I don't like that. I don't, well, I don't like thing. Okay. You're right. I bet <laughs> there's sometimes it's funny. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Shared is just mean. <laughs> I'm not mean. Everybody's listening yeah, knows is. me in real life, and I'm not a mean person. She's mean. Should we talk about our physical altercations? <laughs> no. That's another time and day. Well, are you ready? <laughs> I don't even know what I wrote. I don't either. It's going to be very interesting. I'm, I'm going to read it word for word because I'm not going to be able to ad lib at all. I thought you always just read it word for word. <laughs> Sometimes. You have a reading voice. You have a reading voice, too, actually. <laughs> that wasn't meant to be insulting. God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who doesn't like physical violence comedy? That just punched me in the face and look who's laughing the hardest. You lie. You, you sit on a throne of lies if you don't like to watch people get punched every now and then. You did that to yourself. <laughs> I don't like, I actually don't like. Sheridan just punched herself in the face of the microphone. I wish I, can we reenact it No, really I'm not going to do it again because I can't, I'm now I'm aware of what's going to happen. I'll be too. Okay, just reenact it. For I'm not fans. going to. 
Okay, so ready to start the story? Hardy har har. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> that was about five seconds of silence and me wheezing. I was just smile. I was just waiting for you to put the phone away. <laughs> My sweet sister. I love you so much. Look, I can recreate it very easily. Do it. You made my headphones go out again. <laughs> oh, shit, that was recording. <laughs> you guys can just... <laughs> oh, my God. Why was that so funny? <laughs> I think it's because I haven't laughed today. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just letting been... you physically abuse me for your own <laughs> sick humor. I don't like watching people get punched, but she just kicked the microphone into my face three times in a row. Because you're doing it to yourself. Well, now you're doing it to me. You make it, you're making it make noises. This has gone off the rails for too long. Go on I'm, with your story. I'm firing you. Leslie, are you ready? <laughs> you look the most like my sister. Great, now my microphone's on. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm leaving. Okay. Well, Miller asked me. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, if pirates were real. Duh, and Miller. I was like, well, yeah. I mean, like before airplanes and trains. There's and- still pirates. <sighs> Why do I even write this story? You want to just tell it for me? <laughs> Pirates came around in the 1541. Anyways. She's trying not to laugh. Well, I did tell her that pirates were real. That's and then relief. she asked about if pirates were still real today. So, like the good mother that I am, I said, let's look it up on the tiny computer. Aw. And, of course, we find out about pirates being real to this day. You jerk. Shocking news. And I knew this, but I wanted to, like, have an example to show her. I know. Her. You were having an educational moment, God, you teacher. You are so mean. So, we read a little bit about Captain Phillips. You know that movie they made? With Tom Hanks. Yes. And I actually never thought I just loved Tom. Yeah. So a lot of the things I read about it, they were talking about like the crew was like, that was not accurate to what really happened. And so I've never watched it either. They, but I, I mean, it's a Hollywood movie. I have seen parts of it and like the part where the, the pirates like, I'm the captain now. <laughs> That's the only part I've seen or remember. Anyway, so I was actually thinking about doing this, the real story of it. But then whenever I started looking more into it, I was like, this isn't that interesting as far as like <laughs> them saying none of it really happened. Yeah. So I don't want to like ruin it if people really like that movie. So it was a modern day pirate story that really wasn't that interesting. So Hollywood was like, ooh, a modern day pirate story. But we need to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they changed. It was like a Times article that was like broke down the movie and and then matched it to the real life and was like, is this fact or fiction? 
And it was like fact, mostly fact, some fiction. Like, did he really jump into the lifeboat to like let his crew get saved? And he was like trying to like be the martyr. And that didn't really happen. Because that's not a real human thing. (laughs) Some people would do it. Me. Anyways. You don't know until you're in that situation what you're going to do. I do. Are yours going out? No. Why? Is this only happening? You're just going to have to stop talking about it now because our listeners are tired of hearing about it. Well, it's very hard to concentrate when it's like, your visitors are really going (laughs) to hate listening and it's coming in one ear and out of the other. Ah, It's driving me crazy. So Take them off. This led me down a rabbit hole, as we like to say on the podcast. And I'm going to tell you the story of a pirate called Black Sam. Do you know about Black Sam? No. Why not? Don't you know things about pirates? No, I told you everything I know about pirates. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, with my in-depth research, they'll probably definitely make this one into a movie. It's (laughs) real good. So, What year is it? (laughs) What year did you say earlier when you were making fun of me? 1541. Later, but close. (laughs) (laughs) 1631. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, you want to guess one more time? 1636. (laughs) five years later (laughs) okay no but he was born in 1689 oh yeah 300 years before me (laughs) (laughs) no big deal so his name is samuel bellamy and he was born in february of 19 (laughs) nope I already told you all. 1689. Um, His mother died shortly after giving birth. um, But no one really understands how he became uh, a pirate, like how he ended up on the British ship. But there were these things called the press gangs. And they just like would grab up these kids because there weren't enough people to be on these British ships. And so they care for them while they're traveling. uh, No, to be sailors. They're like. Hey, little boy, you're not doing... Okay, sailors. Wait, what'd you say? (laughs) To, like, care for the ship while they're traveling, which is what a sailor does. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't understand what you meant. I thought you meant to be, like, cooks or something. They were probably cooks, too. My God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, anyways, do you want to read this story out loud to everybody? God! So they tricked these little country boys and they just made them be kidnapped, basically, and forced them to work on these ships. That's horrible. As cooks. And <laughs> <laughs> so he traveled to Cape Cod, Massachusetts around 1715. So that was about, he was 26 years old. And he. Did you just do that math in your head? I, I did it earlier. Yeah. So he was 26 years old. And allegedly he was going there to live with some relatives. But once he was there, it's believed that he took up an affair with a local beauty, Mary Hallett. Oh. Or, as she was later known as, the Witch of Wellfleet. Ooh. And she was only 15 years old at the time. And he got her pregnant. Oh. And then he was like, I got to go make my fortune as a treasure hunter. So he left. This part got really confusing, but it's still kind of interesting and anyways, this whole story was hard to tell what was real or not. There was like 17 different articles. I was going to say, I bet a lot of it's folklore. and Yeah, and also, how good were they at writing down historical fact about pirates at the time? Uh, yeah, and like, well, I guess the captain's log 
but I doubt he was like, oh, there's Sam. And he was like, oh, I got this girl named whatever. Okay, so her age and her marital status were up for debate, basically. Some stories were saying that she was between 16 and 25, and other stories said that she was a really old woman. And in some stories, it said that her parents really liked him, but because he was just this, like, poor sailor guy, he wasn't going to be husband material, and he needed to go off and do make a living for himself. But also, some stories said that she had already been married, and um, that it was, like, his to go and become a pirate, not to become a good husband for her, but to come and take her. Just take her back away from her husband. Well, either way, whatever really happened in the early 1700s with all that good documentation going on, like we were talking about, he was determined to win Mary's hand. So Sam quit his job and he went to the Caribbean to make a fortune. And he Caribbean. And he um, had no luck. Oh, <laughs> he just had no luck. It's so weird to think that in the 1600s, they thought there was buried treasure in the Caribbean. I'm like, how many people were sh- sinking ships out there up until that point? A lot, apparently. From my research <laughs> on this story, it happens so often. I guess the ships weren't built very well. It's you. It's you. Your ship's not built very well. Uh, yeah, maybe that's what it was. But also, they're just... I mean, they're just bombarding each other and making part of the flying gang, which Blackbeard was a part of. Sam had talent for piracy and caught the eye of Ben. And I'm going to say his last name how I want to say his last name. This is how it's spelled. Horny gold. (laughs) I'm just going to call him that. He caught the eye of Ben Horny gold. Ben Horny gold, who was the pirate king. Who was searching for a new protege after Blackbeard had left to command his own ship. So under Horny Gold, Sam learned to become a masterful pirate. He was, um, <laughs> sorry, I lost my spot. I was like, <laughs> you can do it. You can just bash through this. You can't. He still hadn't made enough money to claim Mary, and he was getting really impatient. And apparently, Ben Hornigold was just not the greatest pirate king. And in July of 1716, the crew voted to remove Ben Hornigold from command, and they put Sam Bellamy in charge. So what happened to Hornigold? Well, they just gave him a small ship so that he could go back to another they island. They put him on a they put him on a lifeboat and they said him goodbye. On, they put him on a little boat and they're like, you can't. <clears throat> but they did that to show that he was still uh, he was still respected as the Pirate King. They weren't like, we hate you. You're just, from my research, basically he was like not really that dreadful of a pirate. And they wanted him to be a little bit more badass, basically. Oh, okay. That's what I gathered. Or I made that up. You'll never know unless you do your own research. In 1717, one year later... Bellamy and his crew captured the Wida Galley, which was a slave ship, and they had it refitted as a flagship with 28 guns. Ooh. And the reason I said that was because you said, are ships really being sunk that much in the Caribbean? Well, I really think they were. Yeah. Because they're just blowing them up. Anyways. So, so the, everyone was pirating in the Caribbean? It was just a party down there. It was like, boom, I'm taking your ship. They should boom. make a movie about it. It's like there's a movie called pirates here. oh my god there is i'm just kidding so the wide galley had an advanced weapon system capable of attacking any man of war i don't even know why i left that in there i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> i 
I just thought it was really important at the time. In one year, Black, they called him Black. That was his name. Black Sam Bellamy and his crew raided 54 ships along the U.S. East Coast and in the Caribbean. What was everybody doing? Being pirates. Just, that was the only way to transport stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Trader ships. I know, you were saying it. I was like, transport stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were saying wrong. (laughs) No, I was saying the same thing as you at the same time. I'm so used to everyone yelling at me. (laughs) Oh, this is not the time. We're talking about pirates. All in all, they captured treasure worth $120 million today, according to Forbes magazine. Wow. They made him the top earning pirate. That's of his cool. time. He did call himself the Robin Hood of the seas because he robbed the rich merchants of all nations and gave it to the poor sailors. So kind of kind of did a cool thing. I mean, stealing's bad wrong, but still. I mean, and what percentage was he getting out of all this? All the percentage. <laughs> I know. So don't you think he would just be so proud of himself, though, to be like, I'm yeah. the top earning pirate. Because he's probably a sociopath, and there's nothing a sociopath wants more than to be For- recognized. <laughs> it's true. Forbes Mag- Magazine's like, dude, Sam, you're the top earning pirate of your time. Good job stealing. <laughs> oh, man. So also found out he had uh, some flowing locks of hair. Oh. He was a really dashing looking man. And it was really popular to wear powdered wigs at the time, but he just tied his dark hair back with a satin bow. And he wore a long velvet coat with a cutlass strapped to his waist with four guns tucked into his sash. You know who he sounds like? Captain Hook. Yes. I know. I was like, damn baby. I hope he wore a big hat, but it didn't say. <clears throat> so Black Sam Bellamy was the pirate every sailor dreamed of becoming, and soon he had nearly 200 men in his fleet. Bellamy continued on, perhaps to East Ham, which is near Massachusetts. <laughs> Who knows? To see Mary. Sorry, Massachusetts. Or fans. whatever her real name was, because nobody really knows. But a terrific nor'easter. Do you know what a nor'easter is? No. A bunny? (laughs) Nope. It's like a big storm in the ocean. Oh. And the winds blow from the northeast. That's why it's called that. And it basically just decimated his fleet. And um, it wrecked his ship, the Wida, off the coast of the town of Wellfleet, which if you remember from the beginning, she was the witch of Wellfleet. Yeah. So Black Sam, Bellamy, and all but two... Of the 142 men on board died. And he survived? No, he died. Only two men survived. Oh, he died? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he died. Oh. He died a long time ago. No. 102 bodies from the shipwreck washed ashore, and they were all buried in a mass grave. In 1984, that I, I said it like that because I was making sure I said it right. The Wida Galley shipwreck was discovered, which was where they found all of his treasure also. And... Forbes counted it, I guess. And in 2018, archaeologists believe that they may have found the actual remains of Sam Bellamy. Okay, that's dope. That is so cool, isn't it? I love that stuff. It's so cool. How fun for those archaeologists, too. Yeah, they say they keep going. They just keep going back and researching his shipwreck, I guess. So Mary Hallett, this is the witch of Wellfleet. She gave birth to Bellamy's baby because he got her pregnant. Um, but the baby died that night that she had the baby. 
She spent a short time in jail for having the baby out of wedlock. Yeah. She was the one at fault. God. Okay. And according to local lore, she lost her mind because Sam never came back for her. No, she lost her mind because she lost her baby. I know. She no, lost I her baby. About a man that much. She lost her baby and got put in jail for having a baby out of wedlock that didn't even live. But he got to run off. Yeah. And thieve. And another thing I read, it was like, she went crazy, but he had just like basically forgot her. He was never going to come back for her. But apparently she went crazy for him. Anyway. No, she didn't. That's so, a rumor men started. I know. I even put, well, maybe she just withdrew from society and moved to a shack in Wellfleet. Because that's really probably what happened. So people would call her Goody Hallett or the Witch of Wellfleet. And today a meadow in Wellfleet is known as Goody Hallett Meadow. Aww. And that's the story of Black Sam Bellamy, the that pirate. That is really interesting. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I got all my information from Wikipedia and the New England Historical Society. That is super interesting. Thanks. Good job. Thank I think you. this is my favorite one you've done yet. Really? Yeah. You like pirates that much? I don't like pirates that much. <laughs> no, I hated it, but you did a great job. I just like, I really do think it's so cool. Like, people spend their whole lives searching for history. Yeah. And then they did it. And he, yeah. And like, to find his remains, it's super cool. It's really cool. Well, um,. Mine is so different from yours, which is no surprise. No surprise. But um, we are going to Napa at the end of the month for a much-needed vacation. Oh, my gosh. So much needed. Just pray that our vineyard does not get burned down. We're staying at a vineyard. Is it in the path of the fire? So one of the vineyards we were going to go visit burned down. Oh, my gosh. I know. So knock on wood. Uh. But when I started this trip planning, which I'm not doing any planning, my friend's husband's doing all the planning and it's, it's actually really good, but I also have like no idea what's going on. So I'm kind of like, are you feeling a lot of stress from that? I like, no, I feel like you like I've, to know. I've learned to let go because I travel with a group of women and if there's too many cooks in the kitchen, it just stresses me out. So That's true. I just go with the flow. Um, and plus I trust this couple to plan a nice trip. Um, but when I started planning this trip, my friend Rania was like, Oh my God, you have to go eat at the French laundry. Okay. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It is one of the best restaurants in the world. In the, in the world. world. It got voted in the top 50 best restaurants in the entire world. Okay. I like this. Yeah. It's really close by. I really want to go, but it's, as you can imagine, very expensive. And I'm not working right now. And also, I think Devin would kill me if I made him go to this place. Maybe. Um, I don't think he'd kill you for that. If it were just girls going, I would totally go. But with Devin, it will just be this whole thing. Okay. (laughs) So are you going to tell me everything on the menu right now? Uh-huh. Okay. So for appetizers, we have... No, you don't You don't get a menu. You go in and you're served a, like, 10-course meal. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to a place like that. Yeah. It's... Be our guest. Be our guest. Uh, so it's called French Laundry, and they have won multiple awards, some through James Beard. It's been given the highest rating by the Michelin Guide, which is three stars. The Michelin Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we actually went to a Michelin-starred restaurant in Portugal. Uh, and Sheridan, 
It was amazing. Was it a, like a coursed meal? It was a coursed meal. Like they take, after every single course, they take everything off the table and clean it off. And like, it's amazing. And at each dish is like, you know, it's just like you see in the movies. It's like a little, a little tiny thing. But it's usually like after ours, we were stuffed and we were not sick, but our stomachs were gargling all night because it was like rich. It's all food that our bodies aren't used to. That's crazy. Um, but this is a lot of topic, but it was really cool. So for dessert, they came around with a little cart with all the most beautiful little desserts all over and it. Like, you can't have any, but you can look at them. Yes. <laughs> I was like, can I have one of each? And they said no. That's how I felt at Disney World, though. When we did the Be Our Guest breakfast, I was like, I'll just have one of everything. Thank you. Um, So, you know, that was a one-star rating experience. So imagine what a three-star. And what's the most stars? Three. Oh. (laughs) I already said that. I don't remember. (laughs) Uh, So the owner is Chef Thomas Keller. And I'm going to be telling you a little bit about Chef Thomas. All right. Uh, He was born October 14th, 1955. Wow, his birthday's coming up. I know. The only reason I even put it in is because it's two weeks away. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Chef Thomas's mother owned a restaurant when he was growing up. So he grew up working in a restaurant. And then he got a job at a country club under a pretty popular chef for that area. And that's when he really started to fall in love with cooking. Uh, Of course, you outgrow those situations. So after his time there, he got a job at a small French restaurant called La Rive and cooked alone with the grandmother of the owners in the kitchen. It was just him and her. Oh, fun. I know. So he really got to see what it'd be like to own his own restaurant. He built his own smokehouse to cure meats. He created menus and he developed relationships with the local livestock Purveyors? Yes. Purveyors? <laughs> I don't know why I struggle with that word. That's okay. Uh, but when he was unable to buy the restaurant from them, he decided to go to Paris. Okay. Which I tried to look more into that, but I couldn't find any information. I'm like, so were they wanting to sell and they... But they wouldn't sell to him or yeah. he didn't have enough money to do or it? Or was he like, let me buy your restaurant? And they're like, dude, we're not selling right now. I'm sure they were selling. He just didn't have the money to Probably do it Probably not. While in Paris, he apprenticed under many Michelin-starred restaurants. Chef Gusto. Uh-huh. I'm kidding. That's from Ratatouille. I'm sorry. Well, fun fact. I wasn't going to tell you till the end. Chef Thomas spoke as the voice for one of the food snobs in Ratatouille. Ah! <laughs> I was like, I'm putting this fun fact in here just for you, Sheridan. Thank you. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, so he worked under, he got all this experience in Paris and in 1984, he decided to head back to the States and he landed in New York city and he opened a restaurant called Raquel and it was doing really great. It was a high end, fancy French restaurant that all the stock market guys loved and like all these executives, it was super fancy. Uh, but when the stock market bottomed out in the eighties, he was unwilling to compromise on the menu. He was like, I'm not having some, you know, bistro. This is my restaurant, you know? And so he split from Raquel and I don't, I assume he went into business with someone else because it's super expensive to start a restaurant, but, 
after that, he uh, moved to California and he did some working around California and there he found an old steam laundry. Oh my gosh. What is this, you ask? Yeah, I need to know. Yeah, I, I needed to too. Well, uh, uh, it's actually called a French steam laundry. Okay. And it, French hand laundries in California are, utilize the art of washing and ironing by hand to launder fine linens and garments. This dates back as far as the 19th century. French women starched linens. Um, the ironing was performed using irons over heated uh, charcoal fire. And all the work was done by hand. And this is still going on to this day in California. There are still these types of wash uh-huh. places to get your laundry done? Yep. What? I know. Okay. I, I bet going to Patrol takes her clothes there. You think so? Who she else only, would? Because she only wears white linen clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the name of the restaurant came from, the French Laundry. So back to the restaurant. Uh, Chef Thomas spent 19 months raising $1.2 million to open the French Laundry. Dang. In just a couple of years into being open, he started winning all these awards. And with the success of one restaurant, of course, he had many opportunities knocking at his oh, door. Oh, I bet. So he opened another little place down the road that's like um, more of a bistro. He said it's his place to go when the laundry's closed. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then he opened a little bakery next door to that. Is the laundry place only open like once a week, too? Is it like one of those really hard to get into places? It's super hard to get into. I'll, I'll talk about that here in a minute. Oh, okay. Um, and a bakery? Yeah, so next to the bistro place down the road from French Laundry. Does he own the whole town now? Probably. Yeah. Um, like, oh, also, that's my gas station. <laughs> yeah, because now he has a restaurant in New York. He has a restaurant in Vegas, which is like Vegas. I love Vegas. I'm telling you. So many amazing restaurants to eat at. Um, he also started an olive oil company called EVO. Oh, very clever. I know. Maybe he calls it Evo. Uh, yeah. I, I assume Evo. I thought you talked to him about it. <laughs> I forgot Didn't to he ask consult him on our you? Call. Yeah, he consulted you. He is now retired. He, qu- he was quoted saying he wants to hand over to the new chefs. You know, okay. he doesn't want to take up all the sunshine. So he's like, what, 70? 55. So, Yeah. 65. Yeah, he's pushing 70. We are good at math. (laughs) But even though he's retired, he's still super active in the restaurant community. He's made cookbooks. He does those master classes. Have you seen those commercials? Yeah. They're always promoted to me, probably because I'm Googling (laughs) stuff all the time. Yep. And now I want to watch his. I did watch a couple of YouTube videos just so I could kind of have a face and all that. Yeah. I like to do that, too. He seems really nice. But I love imagining that he's a huge asshole like Dave Ramsey. Uh, or Gordon Ramsey. Dave Ramsey is probably an asshole, too. He is. <laughs> Gordon's not really. Just in the kitchen. He put two pieces of bread on a person's face and told them to call <laughs> themselves an idiot sandwich. <laughs> Do you Gord- think Tom- uh, Chef Thomas does that? Gordon has settled down. I know. Do you think Chef Thomas has done that to somebody? Probably. Yeah. He's like, I think chefs are mean. They want their food cooked the right <laughs> way. And they're really, they're probably hangry all the time because they're cooking for other people. But usually like the head chefs, the 
expediter, and so they're taste testing everything before it goes out, especially at those fancy restaurants. I would love to have that job. <laughs> I know. Let me hold on. Let me lick on this. I loved working in the kitchen. Me too. It it's was actually really fun, and I feel like I'm really good at it. <laughs> well, we talked about it behind your back. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, well, I told you about the fun fact about Disney. I was going to say, at least he's spending his free time doing voiceover acting now. <laughs> I know. So how do you get into this place? You asked earlier. Well, you have to make reservations months out. Like so, years out, probably. No, you can't do it years out. So we looked to make reservations two weeks ago. I think it just opened up for when we're going to be there. And are they allowing seating inside because of COVID? They are. Okay. Um. So there's two options when you go. You can sit out on the patio, and it's like a smaller menu, and it's like six hundred dollars. If you want to per do, person, per person, I can't even. If you want to go in and do the full experience, it's a thousand dollars per person. And I was like, listen, if I was going without Devin, I would do it and be like, oops, because Devin taught me that trick. I hope you're listening to this. Um. When you're editing, I hope you But do to go there with Devin, I think he would just make it miserable. Because <laughs> all he'd be thinking about, though, is how much money. He wouldn't be enjoying the experience. I know. So the place that we ate at in Portugal, it was $500 for both of us and oh, okay. the wine menu, full wine Oh, that, see, that's not that bad. But Portugal, the, the conversion rate is amazing for Americans when you go to Portugal. So. So it was no big deal. No. Or kind of. It was still expensive. I'm not trying to say it wasn't, but it was like, it was Devin's birthday. It was a whole thing. Yeah. That was also when Trump got elected. Anyways. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> um, And yeah, sorry. That's the interesting story about <laughs> like Chef it. Thomas Keller and his dreamy little restaurant, The French Laundry. It's so cute. You will love it when you see pictures of it. I can't wait. Is it on Insta? I don't. I assume. You just looked him up on the internet? Yeah. Regular internet? Yeah. The old tiny computer? Mm-hmm. I love it. Good job. I uh, got my resources from his website and from Wikipedia. Nice. Perfect. I like to keep it at two resources myself. <laughs> too many resources. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should I go with the tiny goog maybe? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you have two tiny googs uh-huh. today? Okay. I actually Googled stuff. Wow. I'm very proud of you. It's been hard to Google stuff lately. All right. So I looked up the 2020 Tour de France. Oh, they're yeah, doing it? I know. Um, It's really confusing. I thought I knew more about it than I did, and I don't know anything about it. I almost thought maybe I should make a story about it, but it's so confusing. I was like, no. I, I couldn't understand. Did like, you ever watch the triplets of Belleville? Yeah. Oh, my God. I uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Like the boy, and he gets the bike and everything, and... Is he doing the tour of France? Yeah. I, I can't remember for sure. Oh, but. we should watch it with Miller. So do you know how far that they ride their bikes? 60 miles. No, uh, 300 miles. You wish. 2,165 miles. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say it again. 2,165 miles. Wow. I just, no thanks. But I don't even really like to ride my bike around the neighborhood. So anyways, um, the winner of this year's Tour de France 
was a Slovenian man named, and I'm just going to go ahead and butcher it the way I'm going to tell you how I said it first. And then I actually looked up how to say it. So I called him Todd, 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 Pojakar. And I looked it up on how to pronounce it in real life and how it's Tade Pogachar. Oh, you weren't too off. I'm so worldly. You're really good at this stuff. Tade Pogachar. Pogachar. Anyways, he looked miserable in the picture. He he probably was. Wanted to kill himself. I don't mean that lightly. Seriously, he looked miserable. I believe. He's like, yeah. You, you probably have, like, all this adrenaline. Like, yeah, I just won, but I just killed my body. Your body, you, you might have adrenaline, but your body will say otherwise. Yeah. I heard about this lady on NPR who did, like, an Ironman competition in Hawaii. And it was, like, her first time to do it. It was a big deal. And she was in first place. She could see the finish line. And her body just shut down. And she fell down and could not get back up. No. I I cried. Like, hearing her tell that story. I hate that story. It was horrible. Don't ever tell me that again. Well, I was looking for books to listen to on our big drive to Utah. Oh, yeah. And so, Leslie and Lori keep talking about a book that they're reading for Leslie's podcast. It's the newest Twilight book. (gasps) That's going to be the book they read for her podcast? Well, they read all sorts of uh, vampire-ish type books. Um. So I was like, what is the book called? I could not remember. And it's called Midnight Sun. And it's, this is the one that's being told by Edward's perspective. Uh Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Did I tell you when you put Midnight Sun on the list, Miller has been obsessed with Twilight lately? Uh Uh-huh. She loves it. And I heard her and her friend outside playing on the trampoline today. And she was like, you have to bite them in the neck and it will kill them. And I was like, oh, crap. I don't know if your friend has watched these. (laughs) Sounds a little dangerous out there. And I was like, hey, be careful. And they're like, we are. And I was like, great. And they're like, I watched them through the mirror or through the window. And she's like pushing on her face. And I was like, okay. They're biting each other. <laughs> I was like, have fun. <laughs> Gotta let kids be kids these days. <laughs> I can't be held responsible. <laughs> that's so true. I mean, that's such a kid thing to do. Oh, yeah. Like, let it was them fine. Blame. It was fine. What, what else did you oh, do? Oh, that's it. I'm sorry. You know, I can derail Yeah, any- your tiny gooks are like, my regular size googs my tiny googs are actually tiny okay well i just was gonna say that i had a really hard time coming up with the second one i've just been really focused on work and whatever getting ready for this trip or not getting ready for the trip but thinking about getting ready for the trip but i did find one little nugget and i saw a poem that someone had posted on instagram and i just really loved it and i found out that it's from a tulsa native what her name is joy harjo And she is a poet, musician, playwright, and author. And she's the incumbent United States Poet Laureate. Cool. And the first Native American to hold that honor. Harjo is a member of the Muskogee Nation. Wait, I think I've talked about Harjo. You might have. I don't remember. Keep going. That's it. I'm just going to tell you, I can share one of her poems with you later. If you want to read one. They're really good. I like her a lot. I just talked about her, I swear to God. We were talking with uh, a friend and her dad's last name is Harjo. Yes. And then I talked about a friend from college that I knew with that last name. Anyway, so that's probably what you're thinking. Yeah, But yeah, a super popular last name, I guess, in Native American culture, but I don't know. So I won't speak to that. But do you have a second one? I do. Um, 
I also had to search why my bread wasn't rising. So this is... <laughs> Uh-oh. Predicament. <laughs> this is kind of an update on my sourdough starter. Um, for those who have started starter on their own, <laughs> it's very much a chore. Because you... It's like day three or four. You have to feed it once in the morning, once well, at it's night. It's like a baby. You can't starve it. No, it's in the <laughs> fridge right now. So it should be fine. Your baby's in the fridge? <laughs> so I finally told Devin, I was like, I I give up. I'm, I can't be responsible for this. I have I too much going <laughs> I have too much going on. He's like, well, it looks great. You should just make some bread. So I was are- like, oh, I don't have time to feed it, but I'll make two loaves of sourdough. <laughs> So I made it, um, and my bread wasn't rising. So I was like, what the H-E double hockey stick is going on? (laughs) I like that you did that. Um, I, I guess it's because my yeast was bad or something. Maybe. Nonetheless, it did rise. It just took like four hours versus the hour and a half it was supposed to take. And then... It turned out fine. It tasted fine. It was not sourdough, though. Like, sourdough is real airy and has lots of holes in it. Mm-hmm. This was, like, dense white bread. Oh. But with a sourdough flavor. Did it taste okay, though? Yeah. Devin and Brian ate, like, all of it. Okay. So. That's all that matters. Yeah. Really, that's all that matters. <laughs> well, that's great. That's all. Maybe you can try again when things aren't so hectic. Yeah. We'll see. Never. Never, I know. Until after May. Oh, that's a long time away. All right. Well, that was great. That was a good episode. Good job. I had a fun time. Me too. All right. Well, how shall we sing goodbye on this one? This is your job. Mine only? Well, I try I'm your backup singer. Oh, okay. Um let's see, we've done like punk rock version. We've done reggae. We've done reggae. We've done like pop. We haven't done country. Oh, <laughs> Well, it's time for us to say goodbye. It's time for us to say goodbye. Goodbye.